go hard or go home. That's what the gym rats tell themselves before their final set of reps. Their passion is admirable. We could learn from their commitment. But steroid abuse? Really? This is Signs of the Times Radio with Kent Kingston. Well, this is exciting. We're here in the studio, myself, Kent Kingston, and my uh, assistant editor and co-host for the day, Daniel Kuberek. Now, for, I think it's about a year or so now, or maybe less, we'll, we'll have to check with Daniel, he has been very keen on the gym. He, he came to us to work for Science Magazine last year and was, quite frankly, a, a, a bit of a beanpole, but... Um, <laughs> Here, <laughs> he got right into the gym, and he's starting to bulk up, and the uh, he's starting to get attention from the ladies, and it's only encouraging him. D- do I have the story right, Daniel? Wow, you're just uh, yeah. Okay, well let's let's just say that the beanpole thing. That's I've never heard that idiom before, but that's hilarious. Oh, okay. that that really yeah. I was really skinny back when I started. I was just looking at a photo last night of me like wearing the same jacket that I'm wearing right now actually mm-hmm. <laughs> I just look like a stick and it just looks massively oversized whereas now I don't know you be the judge it looks like it fits better I guess yeah yeah so well I mean th- this is interesting and, and I guess this is something that uh, a lot of guys like you know your age in their uh, well you're in your early 20s so you know guys in their their late teens early mid 20s seem to get into it's um, a male thing in particular but certainly a lot of women are at the gym too are, are you seeing this like amongst uh, a lot of your friends you is is this a trend I always find it really interesting to talk to people about why why they go what their motivation is and it's usually you know, oh, look, I want to look better, I want to feel better. That's not usually the reason why people go. It's usually something drastic has happened and mm. they feel the need to sort of change things. Like, for example, one of one of our co-workers, Jared, he, he's got like a whole bunch of reasons why he started training heavily. But one of the reasons is he's going to Kokoda mm. to do the Kokoda trek. And that's like, that drives him to, to do all this sort of gym stuff and a lot of running and to try and lose the weight and also to build his endurance. Yeah, yeah. So he, he's doing a lot of aerobic stuff, like getting that cardiovascular fitness up. Whereas you, I don't I seem to have the sense that you, like like me, <laughs> like a lot of us, struggle a little bit with the cardiovascular and it's a, everyone loves bench press day and, you know, building up some pecs and um, getting some sort of rippling biceps. Yeah, well, it, it's different for me because I started going to the gym specifically to put on mass as in lean muscle that mm-hmm. wasn't fat so I didn't I didn't go there to try and just bulk up and become fat as well as big but mm. to become sort of like bigger as far as just muscle goes so my sort of path at the gym is more towards weights like when you when you when you go into the gym and you kick off your workout with cardio you tend to sort of have less energy to go heavier on the weights later on so sure if anything it's sort of more like a cool down exercise maybe afterwards but it's definitely not a priority because 
like for someone who's lanky like me, you only have a certain amount of energy to use up. And like they, they literally even say ectomorphs, which is my body type, should only spend like an hour in the gym because otherwise after that point you start going catabolic. Which means? Okay, so in bodybuilding speak, anabolic is when you're building muscle, mm-hmm. catabolic is when you're losing it. So, ah, right. um, you know, your body is using all the protein and whatever within itself to repair muscle and whatever. But after a certain point, you know, it starts eating into your muscles. So that's why... Ah, right. Okay. Because you don't have those like fat reserves or or whatever for your body to draw the energy from. So it starts actually going for your muscles instead. So you end up with the reverse effect of what you're actually aiming for. So if you're going to the gym for like five hours a day and you're not like replenishing yourself properly, then your body's you're essentially not going forwards. You're you're regressing in a way. So mm-hmm. that's why I tend to stay away from cardio. Look, that's that's fair enough, and and I can see that you know you've you've got right into this. I mean, you've you've learned a lot, you know, through like talking to other people, through you know reading a lot of stuff online, and uh, you've actually written an article for us in the June edition of Science of the Times entitled "All Juiced Up." Um, <laughs> was, actually, I was thinking about you while I was writing the title because it's just so massive. Yeah. It's, it's it's quite funny. So you you begin your article by you know telling us about that you are now going to the gym quite regularly. But I'd just be interested for you to tell us like what what's the I mean you go to you've been to a number of different gyms around around the place. What's what's the scene like there? Because I imagine you must be meeting people. You have people with similar interests. Um, what's 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 the go? I generally find that the weights tend to attract the the male gender more. Mm-hmm. With my gym that I go to specifically, there's like an up downstairs area where all the weights are and the machines and stuff. And then there's an upstairs area where, where girls can work out behind like this frosted glass area so that, you know, no creepy dudes can go up there and be checking girls out. Or oh, okay. So there's sort of a women's safe space there, is there? Yeah. So yeah. sometimes girls do come down into our area, but generally most gyms that I've gone to, Girls tend to prefer cardio. Men tend to prefer weights. Now that's a you know a stereotype and a generalization. Yeah, a bit, bit of an oversimplification, but yeah, fair enough. So so it's pretty macho downstairs there in the in the weights room. Yeah, that's right. I think the scene is generally you know when I started going to the gym, I was like the skinniest guy that was going, and some of the guys there are quite beefy already. So mm-hmm. it's it's sad in a way because when, as soon as you get big or whatever you start getting the steroid accusations thrown at you like oh he can't be that big naturally so mm-hmm. when you go to the gym you wonder who's who's getting extra help and who's not on yeah but like really- and, and, and and it seems from your article that the conversation like between the guys goes in that direction like fairly quickly is it is that the case yeah that's right well it's just specific people that i've talked to because it's Everyone that goes to the gym has their own opinion about the way that things should be done. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I've literally had a few times when I've been doing like uh, skull crushes. One time I was doing skull crushes, which is when you work your triceps out with a bar. And I've had mm. so the, what, the, this is like lifting a weight sort of uh, above your head from sort of behind your your yeah. neck sort of thing. Yeah, that's yep, right. Yep. So I had a guy come up to me and he was like, "Oh, you're not doing it correctly. You're not going heavy enough. You're doing more reps." Which is reps is like one movement up and down yeah so a set is um a certain amount of these movements yeah so he's like 
the more reps you do generally builds endurance. Usually to build a muscle, you do around 12 reps. So you go as heavy as you can to do those 12 reps. Yep. And then, yeah, then you do like three sets of that or something. So, so I was doing, <laughs> yeah. I was doing more reps on, on a lighter bar. Mm-hmm. He comes up to me. He's like, yeah, man, you need to go heavier, man. You just, yeah, go heavier. You're just, you're not doing anything, man. And yeah. like, so well, I mean, that's, that's helpful, isn't it? I mean, it, it sounds like, I mean, there's obviously a little bit of, I know more than you, but it also seems like there's an element of, hey, we're all in this together. We have similar goals. So, you know, we, we'll give tips and advice to one another, help, help each other out and perhaps, you know, build a, a, a bit of a friendship or, or at least, you know, build some sort of reputation as being the guy who knows stuff. True. It, 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 maybe it is a bit of a, like an alpha male thing. Like mm-hmm. even I went to my hairdresser a couple of months ago and he's like, oh, what did you get up to today? And I said, I'm going to the gym. And then he just started giving me all this like unsolicited gym advice. He's like, oh, bro, you know, you got to do this. You got to, you got to split your chest and tries back and buys and at the time i was just doing like chest on one day and arms on another day <laughs> yeah and then yep. hey like at, after that conversation i ended up switching up my routine but still like every person you talk to and mm. um, rather than like listening to what you're doing and you know oh cool they're like they'll the first thing you hear is about what you should be doing according to them <laughs> okay all right now of course apart from you know what particular, you know, exercises you're doing, as you say, you know, how many times you, you repeat a particular, you know, exercise or lift a particular weight and the way you do it, that's obviously, you know, a part of, of the technique of what's going on. But the other part seems to be, you know, I mean, you mentioned steroids in passing and we'll certainly, you know, get into that for sure. But the other part of it is what you put into your body in, in order to, I guess, maximize the benefit that you're getting from, from the gym sessions. What's the, uh, what are some of the basic principles there? Well, here's the interesting thing, okay? So I have this friend and she she told me she's like, I'm all natural in reference to the fact that she doesn't take any protein supplements. She doesn't take any amino acids and whatever. Mm-hmm. Her definition of natural is just going to the gym and then, you know, whatever food she eats. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was very, very interesting. So generally, going to the gym means you're ripping your muscles essentially mm. and then your muscles repair themselves using proteins in your body to become and they become bigger essentially mm. Mm. so while you're going to the gym the best way to sort of aid in this process is to eat high protein high carbs in my case as well mm-hmm. because I'm trying to build up my general body mass mm-hmm. So, you know, you can take protein shakes. They definitely help with that process. So that boosts the amount of protein in your body. And it means that it's, it's an addition to all the protein that you should be eating. But then there's, there's other stuff. There's a lot of. Okay. Well, we'll just, let's just, just break this down into, let's say three categories. Okay. So, so first of all, it's just the normal foods that you have available to you, you know, from the supermarket. You can choose to balance those in a certain way. Then number two, there are certain supplements. Yeah, and then number three, we'll we'll get into the steroids. So so let's just stick with category one for a minute. Like, what sort of foods are, are you looking at when it comes to? I think what you just said. So protein helps you rebuild and repair your muscles after a gym session. Carbohydrates would would generally you'll put on weight whether you're exercising or not. Yeah, that's that's certainly energy. my experience. So what what sort of protein foods are, are you aiming for then? Yeah, we had a podcast about this a few weeks ago where we talked about it as well. So mm. if anyone wants to check that out um, and look into our back catalogue. But anyway, 
generally protein heavy foods include you know beans legumes if you're plant based mm-hmm. nuts um, but obviously if you're not plant based and you want to eat meat yeah. then meat, chi- meat and fish eggs chicken breast is very lean but high in protein okay uh, like beef is high in protein but it's also higher in fat mm. eggs is good yeah all that sort of stuff oh if you're another one if you're plant based is tofu tofu is really high soy okay it's a soy protein yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. So, so that's the food. So you, you can choose to, um, like perhaps put more of that, those sorts of foods on on your plate rather than a, the, rather than choosing other things. Okay, fair enough. So, all right. When it comes to supplements, like there's there's stuff you. I mean, I see stuff just in the supermarket shelves, and you mentioned protein shakes, and I imagine, you know, that's not just the usual food. Sometimes that involves particular powders and potions. What, what's going on there? What What are the options? Yeah, well, that's that's the thing is you have to really do your research to find out what's what's gimmicky and what's actually going to help you like i'm not sure about how effective some of these things really are i'm not sure about what the effectiveness is of fat burners or mass gainers or whatever mm-hmm, that they're selling mm-hmm. i've read up about it and a lot of those things end up not really changing anything they're okay just, they're, what, what about um whey powder i'm pretty sure i've seen that well, whey powder is a that's that's a protein powder that's mm-hmm. it's made out of milk so it's dairy so I don't use it, but it, yeah, it pretty much, it just assists with helping repair your muscles after a workout, really, so. Okay, all right, and, and, and I've also heard you um, wax lyrical about creatine. What's what's going on there? Is it, is it a protein too? Well, that's, that's different because creatine appears in, like, meats and fish and stuff, so it's a naturally occurring thing that's in your body, but it helps your muscles retain water, essentially, so mm-hmm. you, you gain water weight, your muscles appear bigger, it's so it's uh, so it's it's, it's it's about plump muscles. That's right. <laughs> not not stronger muscles and not, well, it, do, it helps you. Not not more muscle fibers, just more water. Sort of more more. Is it more spongy then? Well, it's not more spongy. It's just helping your your wa- muscles retain water essentially. Whereas okay. you know some of that m- might go away. So it's not like you just touch someone's muscle and it's just like it's all blubbery or anything yeah. like that. Oh, okay. But yeah, it also helps endurance. People find that they have a lot more explosive energy so if you're mm-hmm. doing like if you're a sprint runner or something then then supplementing creatine is it's 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 illegal like just for anyone who's listening out there it's legal you can get it like at your local chemist and whatever mm-hmm. and so a lot of people use that just because of you know those those benefits that it has but then some people think that that's sort of cheating even though it's not because it's just a naturally occurring thing and then you're taking a little mm-hmm. bit more of it you, you only really take like a tiny amount of it each day. It's not like you're taking huge doses of it. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. And and I guess some people might be tempted to think, well, look, if, if a little bit of protein or a little bit of creatine helps me build a little bit of muscle mass, then perhaps I should just like double the dosage, triple the dosage, quadruple the dosage. I imagine there's a point where that... Because it yeah. becomes less effective or, or, or even harmful. And it's dangerous. I literally talked to a guy who was like that a few weeks ago because you're only supposed to take five grams of creatine a day. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me he takes five times five wow. grams of creatine, which is like... 25, yeah. I, I've been worried enough about the amount of creatine I take. Like you've noticed in the office that I drink a lot of water because if you take creatine but you don't you know because it's all about the water in your body and you're not drinking mm-hmm. enough water then you could dehydrate your body and harm your kidneys so like 
I'm very conscious about how much water I drink. Mm. But to then take like five times the amount of that, that would definitely harm your kidneys, I think. Oh, okay. So, so kidney damage is, is one of the risks there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. So look, as we sort of go into the direction of steroids, like anabolic steroids, I'd just like you to recount for us this really fascinating and tragic story that you, you wrote in your article for the Signs of the Times about a young guy by the name of Aziz Shaversian. Did, mm. did I pronounce that correctly? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so tell us about, or, or Ziz, as, as he became known. What, what was his story and what was your connection with him? Well, yeah, it was when I was in high school that around about when I was in year 11, I think his, mm-hmm. his name started to be tossed around. And it, for me at the time, I didn't really know who he was or what his story was about, but it was sort of funny. Like the word Ziz, it just, it just sounds hilarious. Mm-hmm. So that's his, like a shortening of his first name, Aziz. Mm-hmm. I think he comes from like a sort of a, a, a Russian background. Essentially, he started bodybuilding in high school to to get the girls or whatever. Mm. And then, oh, I mean, he, so sorry, he he may have a, a background from overseas, but this is a, an Aussie guy, yeah. Yeah, that's he was, right. He, like, he's from Sydney. Yeah, he was living in Sydney. That's right. Yeah. Yep, yep. So he started he started bodybuilding when he was in high school. He he he's a smart dude. Like he 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 ducks high school, mm-hmm. and then his bodybuilding thing became an obsession. He was starting to make YouTube videos, which is where he started gathering his like cult following online. Mm-hmm. And then in 2011, he passed away. He he went to Thailand and he had a heart attack. In, in a way, he's sort of his internet persona has grown since then. Oh, really? Wow. That, like his legacy, like there's... I remember after that happened, well, obviously, I started hearing about him hmm. after he had already passed away. But there was so many like Facebook pages out at the time. I'm not sure if they're still around, like rest in pieces and all this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. People used to post memes all the time. My mates used to have photos of him as their like computer wallpapers. Mm. And, you know, we used to sit down and watch his videos and some of my mates would derive inspiration from <laughs> right. his so, videos. So, so he's pr- pretty well built, pretty muscular, like very sort of well-formed muscular guy. I, I mean, the stuff I've seen, the little bit of stuff I've seen on social media seems to involve him walking around in public places without a shirt <laughs> a lot, uh, attracting a, a lot of attention from the ladies. And just with the stupidest haircut I've ever seen, uh, I've got to say. But when you've got abs like that, perhaps you can get away with it. Um, I don't think anyone's looking at his hair. That's right. He he basically was a a pretty good looking guy and then, you know, had a a great looking body. So I can understand why why kids might look up to him. But, But you said he... What he died in in Thailand, what, age twenty two, from a, a heart attack, apparently. Yeah, that's right. So he denied ever using steroids, but a lot of the people that were close to him said he was quite heavily on it, including a, another bodybuilder that I, I reference in the article mm. um, by the name of Tim Ward. Yeah. He's a quite well known bodybuilder, as well as um, Aziz's boss. He was <laughs> he used to work part time as a stripper. Mm-hmm. in Sydney and his boss after his death was saying that you know he was a great guy apart from the steroids oh, so, right. so. And, and I think um, even Aziz's brother was uh, arrested and charged at one stage yeah, for, um, for, for steroid possession so it's it's yeah I, I guess there's there's a bit of smoking gun I mean it's alleged 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 but you know I guess we just have to let our listeners join the dots there that's right and, and Thailand is the sort of place for bodybuilders who go there to get steroids and you know obviously the drugs are more readily available Available there, so mm-hmm. like as part of steroid taking, steroid users sometimes go on cycles. So they will use it for like four to six to twelve weeks, I think, and mm-hmm. then they will stop for a few months. So they'll go over to Thailand or whatever and use it for that amount of time, and then mm-hmm. after that, 
stay off it for a while instead okay, of Okay, so, using so it if, if, if they go to a, compet- a bodybuilding competition, for example, they will likely be urine tested for steroids, yeah. and, and by the time they get there, the, it will be out of their system, I guess. That's right, yeah. Yep. Which, wow. which is interesting, by the way, because in, in the article, I mentioned how I have a friend at the gym who's, who's been, he's like, close mates with everyone mm. and we had a converse, another conversation about it recently and he was telling me about how pretty much every guy that comes to the gym that is competing is on the cycle so it's almost like a in a, in a way it's a level playing field in that they're everyone's all doing it yeah wow man that's 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 incredible i mean obviously uh, Anabolic steroids are, are illegal to use, you know, in in that way, um, you know, for for those reasons. Are steroids actually bad for you? I mean, you know, Ziz had a heart attack. He may have been on steroids. It seems. Should you expect a heart attack from steroids, or or is that a sort of an extreme outcome? I think the the side effects of it, the the detriment to it, just so far outweighs any gain that it can have. Like, mm. really, you look at it: acne, mood swings your genitalia shrinks Mm. you have liver damage you risk kidney cancer you might be infertile because of it 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 messes with your hormones apparently it messes with your testosterone yeah that's right well like that testosterone is like one of the you know most common types of steroid that Ah, is used right okay so actually you're actually putting extra hormones in into your into your body that's right these some of the steroids that are available out there or not really available because they are illegal Mm. but they're they're used for to grow cattle to Mm -hmm. for livestock and then that's the stuff that people are pumping into themselves because you know obviously it'll beef up a a cow and then it it also Mm. has Mm. a sort of same effect on on humans yeah, yeah. Look, I, I guess what what a lot of us, you know, listening to this would just think, man, I, I, I don't get this. Like, what would push someone, you know, to put their health and and even their life possibly at risk, you know, by doing something like that? What's what's the psychology behind this? I mean, I, I guess I'm thinking, you know, you, you've been a lot to the gym, you know, a lot of these gym guys, you probably know people who have, you know, it's quietly whispered behind their backs that they're, they're using steroids. What, what's, what's going on in their heads? Well, really, the thing about the gym is you, you go, you build up your body to a certain point and then you plateau. Mm-hmm. Like you, your body just hits a certain point where mm-hmm. it becomes harder to put on weight if you're trying to put on weight or whatever. And you're just, you're just at a point where you're just going to the gym and you're just maintaining what you already have. And mm-hmm. I guess the it's hard for for someone who's going to the gym to push themselves and push the boundaries at that point when you're you're stagnating so steroids absolutely will take it to the next level and push you much much further you end up much much bigger than you were before mm-hmm. i guess that's probably one of the big drivers to why people would use it also there's men have this sort of women as well of course i'm not trying to generalize have this sort of very competitive nature where mm-hmm. you, you want to one-up the, the guy that's next to you always be, comparing yourself to other people that's yeah, yeah right yeah 100 percent. that's a big big issue with mm. with a lot of people in society these days okay i mean i, I guess what what i'd like to do and, and you you do this a bit in your article is to take this in in a spiritual direction and mm. to say well you know what is going on in, in people's minds and people's hearts in, in people's spirits that they i guess can get so out of whack i, I mean maybe that's a a judgmental way to put it, but I, I guess I, I do see it that way. I mean, obviously, you know, it's good, you know, to look after your body, to look after your health, to, mm. you know, to present yourself well, but where you're doing that to the point where you're putting your health or life at risk, I think it's probably fair to say that's that's out of whack. 
what, what what is going on spiritually, and and do you think that the you know the Bible or the Christian faith has any you know, sort of answers or, or sort of solutions to to get things back into balance? You know, to get the way we think about these things back into balance. Yeah, that's right. Well, as I mentioned with Aziz Shavershian, so he started out going to the gym to get girls or whatever to mm-hmm. get female attention, but then he later on he he talked about how it's not about that anymore for him. It's about you know pushing himself further and further, mm-hmm. and I think that sort of thing can get dangerous in a sense because it can become an, an obsession. Now, there's there's a real fine line between being highly motivated because to go to the gym you re- you have to be highly motivated. To, oh yeah. To, get yourself out of bed and and go and push weights that are in a way you're going to feel sore for like the rest of the day as well yep but where where does the obsession point come in obviously i i think personally that you know when you start taking steroids or whatever for whatever motivational reason that that can be sort of a a, in a way an indication of obsession Mm -hmm. which is which is troubling because in a spiritual context it sort of can detract our focus from from God or what God for once for us. I've never understood people who go to the to the gym who want to look good for like the opposite gender or whatever because mm-hmm. ultimately attraction is not about that. It, it's it's about the emotional connection that you have with someone. It's not about you know I mean the physical side of things. You you want to look good for someone else, but that's really secondary mm. to to anything else. But anyway, so I think. As far as spiritually, God wants us to be healthy. He wants us to be happy. And the gym really does that. Mm. Uh, for me, I was very stressed. I have been very stressed in the past. I've always been a stressed person. Mm-hmm. Going to the gym has really helped me, you know, de-stress and decompress after a day. Mm. It's very therapeutic. You feel better about yourself. And then you walk in to work the next day with, you know, just confidence, which mm. is really mm. good. But at the same time, the Bible does talk about things that can be idols that are not specifically like, you know, physical idols, but mm. things that we cherish so much that they end up being our priority above everything else. Mm-hmm, and mm. this might be one of them for many people. Mm-hmm. And that's, I'm, I'm saying that in looking at my own self and, you know, sometimes wondering whether or not I should sort of cut down on my gym use or whatever, or just remembering to balance things out. Yeah, I think balance is a real key word there, eh? Because, I mean, yeah, I understand when, you know, someone starts something that it's easy to get really obsessed and to, as you say, when you're forming that habit, when you're, when you're developing that commitment, you need to sort of stay focused on it. But, I mean, there are so many other areas of life, like our relationships with other people, our work life, you know, our spiritual life that, you know, that we need to focus on too in order to live a life of balance and it can so easily get out of whack. And I, I guess the, you know, for me, uh, I think, well, you know, if each of us is created in the image of God, that makes each of us sort of really precious and worth looking after. Mm. And so, you know, as the, you know, the Bible says, you know, our, our bodies are the temples of, of the Holy Spirit. So yeah, that means, you know, look after it. But there's a point where you're actually abusing it, which is, which is what you're, you're talking about when, when things go too far. I guess I'm glad, you know, that scripture does sort of bring us back to that sense of balance and says, Hey, listen, you, you need to make, you know, God's priorities, your priorities and, you know, stop obsessing about yourself all the time. In the end, it's not about you. That's right. And our bodies are, are really finite. Like in, when you're young, it's, it's sort of the prime of your life where you can, you know, look good and all this sort of stuff but ultimately you'll we all end up becoming 
older and you know mm. our bodies start failing us we don't look so good anymore so it's so glad i'm not there yet so yeah. you're investing in yourself but ultimately we're all going to reach that sort of stage oh, yeah, yeah. sorry to mention ken but you are yeah you are definitely at your prime right now <laughs> man but yeah anyway so <laughs> there are far greater investments that that we can make and including our relationship with our heavenly father our relationship with loved ones mm. around us those will stay you know forever potentially um mm. you know even you know when we meet jesus again in heaven so as far as the investment we make in ourselves we just have to remember that it there is going to be you know it is finite really yeah yeah hey i, I really love the way you um you you finish off your article here you know you, i guess you hint that a lot of us are really insecure you know when it comes down to it but you say that the bible has a special message for the insecure and in you quote a verse there from First John three one, see what great love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God. I mean that's a, a really beautiful message. That's that's not a message that says you know when you look good enough, when you can lift enough weights, when you're you know you're beautiful enough, then God will accept you. Or you know this is something that's saying hey right from the beginning, you know God wants to make you His child just mm-hmm. straight off. That's a, an incredible message of of acceptance. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's that's one thing that you can always remember to to keep your life in balance because of that 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 is the ultimate goal that we should have in li- our lives is to 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 keep our relationship with God strong. Hey, thanks so much Daniel. Really appreciate you sharing you know, some of your gym journey with us and uh, yeah, thanks for writing this article. Thanks Kent, it's good to be here. Today's episode was based on an article appearing in this month's Science of the Times magazine. A subscription is just $26 for 11 issues a year. To find out more, visit signsofthetimes.org.au. Signs of the Times has been published in Australia since 1886 and is proudly produced by Adventist Media. Adventist Media.